Hey guys, this podcast I think you're going to like. It's a way to double your business, guaranteed, but you got to put the work in, as always, right? It's not going to happen automatically. Somebody's not just going to rub a genie's lamp. You got to get down to the grind. But it's instead of one huge crushing hit, you know, a Hank Aaron, if you will, or Reggie Jackson to harken back from the day, this is going to be something that anybody can do, little bits at a time, golden BBs, and just, you know, just get after it. Consistency is, is, the, is the key to this lock. You know, the lock meaning doubling your revenue, getting that business rocking and rolling. And in this episode, I'm going to go over 20 different things you can do, which is one little thing per day, or you could even stretch it out one thing per week. Some of these are going to be bigger projects than others. But for most of your businesses, no matter what kind of service business it is, this is the kind of stuff that can really explode your business. But, like I said, unless you hire somebody and say, hey, this is your job, you're my growth manager or something, you know, you're going to have to put the work in. So without further ado, here it is. Let me know what you think. I love feedback, 949-302-3464. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Hey, what's going on? Brian Jump, SAI Service Marketing Podcast. How you been? Everything good? Hopefully, hopefully. We uh, had a pretty busy week. Things have been good here. We had... Uh, Quite a lot of very nice customers, nice things to say. Good people overall, man. I loved it. It's a good week, man. No complaints. So, and if we did, do you really want to hear it? Nah. How would that help you? It wouldn't. But, anywho, yeah, no, like I said, a lot of, lot of nice, friendly people, great things to say. Uh, I mean, there's a, there's a different kind of currency that... If you run a business aside from money, um, that's nice, and that's just the the joy and the and the feels you get from from good people, which I don't know. I'm just I'm just really thankful. We've had some some pretty darn nice people, um, and it's not always that way. I think last week we had a client, and it wasn't like they weren't nice. They were nice. They just <laughs> we just didn't communicate. You know, at the end of the day, and I say we. I mean, I gotta own it. I didn't communicate. I should have been better with, with, uh, with the whole nine, man. It just didn't. I don't know. It could have been better. That's all. Um, we did have one thing I will share with you this week that that was kind of a glitch, and it goes back to touch up. I hate touch up, and you know the touch up game is just so imperfect. And no matter what you tell a customer in their mind, what they have. They have, they have different expectations. They see a different vision, right? And it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things that I hate touch up. I like happy customers and that's why I hate it. And it just doesn't even, it just doesn't work. So anywho, so yeah, one customer was just like, yeah, let's just go ahead and paint the store. This touch up is not gonna meet my needs. I thought it was going to disappear. And I'm like, man, two days ago, we already told you that it was 
nothing of the sort, but somehow in their mind, that's when they thought that it was going to disappear. So, <clears throat> so anywho, yeah, that's the way it goes. But, um, so we got new business this week. We, I think we've talked about, we help, uh, aside from running our body shop, we help a couple of the businesses with our marketing and the, uh, one business actually opened up a restaurant and a hotel, which is not, it's nice when a current client expands. I mean, talk about really growing, right? They opened up a hotel. So we're going to help them market their hotel. I've helped some, this is nothing new for me. I've helped boutique hotels in the past. I kind of understand what goes. Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing that. Um, and then they've also got a restaurant just as if they open up the new hotel was not enough. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, there's going to be a lot of unique things these, these people are going to need. Obviously clients, but it's going to come down to more, more than that. And you know, they're, they're all different entities. So, so the marketing mix will change a little. At the end of the day, it's about quality. It's about service. But you know, you got, and you got to get the word out there. You got to have awareness, grand openings, the whole nine. So... It's going to be cool. I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty stoked about it. So we're lucky to have more business. Um, and speaking of business, let's get after it, right? Let's do stuff that's going to help you guys and get you guys going. Um, basically, I, I've talked about this before, the, the, the idea of a million golden BBs. So so what, what we mean is instead of having one huge home run, a grand slam, right? You just freaking... It's tough in business to, to come up with a, a marketing plan or, or, or some sort of explosive growth tactic that just ignites and the business just explodes, right? So the idea is, is, is to have, have a lot of little wins. You know, if you can get a lot of little wins, then what'll happen is you'll still get the same output as the Grand Slam. It just might take a little bit longer, right? So instead of a day or a week, maybe if you, I mean, literally think of it this way, guys, it's all about frameworks. It's all about the way you frame an idea, right? So let's say you, you did something that impacted your net, your bottom line, 1% a day. That's not too hard to do, right? So 1% a day over the course of a hundred days. Okay. That's a hundred percent. You just doubled doubled your income that's that's pretty sick okay if you think about it and how hard would that really be to do okay if you can do that and let's say you know five day work week 20 day months that's five months you've just doubled your income and that's why I think that I think ultimately that's the way to go you know, I think it's a, way, a better way to achieve success. And I, like I said, if you've got an idea for for a, a home run, by all means, jump on it. But we'll go. I'm, a, I'm not. I'm not just preaching about. You know, hey, good, good luck. Go do it. I mean, and we've talked about this. You can dig through some of the archives. But here's going to be some ideas um, for your business, and some might be more relevant than others, but. All of these have at one time or another serviced, you know, served me well. So, so check this out. So here's here's 20 ideas. Basically, if you did these things and expanded, 
you know, one, one a day. Okay. And some of these might take you more than a day. And, and you, you're probably not only working on, you're probably working in your business. <laughs> so you may not have time to dedicate a full day, right? You may be like, all right, I, I can give myself an hour a day, you know, but I got, I got another seven or eight hours that I've got to, I got to generate some revenue. Okay. No worries. No worries. We all, I mean, a lot of us, you know, can't afford to work on our business and we need, we need some help. Maybe, maybe somebody's going to come in and help you out with this, which I'm actually going to talk about that kind of the back end of this, but the front end, 20 ideas. Here they go. All right. So you ready? Get your crayon ready. All right. So first thing, these are just like ideas. Like I said, that we have and are still working on a lot of these on our business. So our businesses for our clients too. website. Okay. Number one, obviously, right? Website, you, you can all, it's never in, you can always improve it. Okay. You can track visitor sessions. You can record the mouse clicks and the, the mouse tracking, the movement, you know, they might try to click on an image. that's not clickable. They might try to click on, on a title that looks like it's hyperlinked and it's not. Okay. So, <laughs> so measure that crazy egg. And there's a few others out, probably more than a few. Um, and I've used these, these session recorders before, and it's kind of taught me a lot of things about what people get kind of stuck on or what they really like with their business. So, so your website, okay. And that, and, and that's just, there's so many different, um, iterations and things that you can go through on your website. Um, you can also do more tracking. Okay. You can track your website or your lander. Okay. And a lander could just be a simple one pager. You could be rotating in different websites or landers or have sub pages dedicated to either your services or your keywords. You can go really granular and say, you know what, this particular sub page or lander is, is getting a lot more. I'm, I'm getting, I'm making more money. You know, if you really track the, the granular, you know, results, I mean, that's, that's huge. So, so tracking it, it's, you know, what doesn't get measured gets lost or something. I forget what the saying is, but basically man, you have, you have to track. So that being said, okay. Um, track your, your landers, track your ad copy. Okay. That's two things you can do. Okay. And then after that, uh, the verticals, you can even track where you get your leads from and track those as well and even have tracking phone numbers. So, so each, you might be saying, well, how am I going to know what business is coming from certain landers? Well, you run different phone numbers that, that forward into your main phone number. And then, you know, Google can set that up. You can go through Google voice. There's a lot of different ways, or you can pay for them. We've done them all. And I'm telling you right now, it's very helpful. I have clients like our wedding client, and they have a lot of different ways of bringing in, uh, you know, weddings. So a lot of them are magazines, like they'll do the knot and such, but we also run ads for them on Google and in a couple of different, uh, avenues. So how do they know what, is coming through. So basically what we'll do is we'll have phone numbers on each one of those, those websites or those revenue spots. And it will point to, to back to the, to the customer what's working or what closed that, that particular wedding, um, group, you know, the husband and wife or the, the groom and bride, whatever. So, so yeah, phone numbers are, are a great way to, to get granular tracking, right? All right. So how about CTAs on your website? So, so calls, calls to action, your, your offer, the more you, the more you can tweak and change your offer that can, that's probably one of the big guys. It's one of the biggest things 
um, crafting your offer and what you're giving to the customer, you know? And to me, that's just, that's just something that I would really recommend spending a lot of time on is your, your offer and the call to action on your website. You know, it just is. Um, and then CRO conversion, uh, rate optimization, basically it's one of the cheapest ways. And this could, this includes not only the calls to action, but it could be your, could be your titles. It could be, uh, the colors on your website. It could be so many different things that, that you do on your site that make, that make, you know, sales improve. Right. And it, and it doesn't have to be the site too. It can be, you know, off the side with your ads and all kinds of stuff. So your ad copy, for example, you know, do I mention, am I a price driven guy? Am I a quality driven guy? What, what's my unique selling proposition, my USP, you know? So, so that's something that, that you really want to consider, you know, is, is what's going to move the needle. What are people going to resonate with? Why are they going to come to, to your business versus the competition? Okay. So, um, what else? Keywords. What keywords are you using in your ads? These are all little golden BBs guys that you could be testing and changing. You know, are you, are you testing out specific, specific models? Maybe you're like, you know, I get so many Mercedes here or, or Tesla's for my automotive business. I'm, I'm going to use Tesla in my, um, what do you call it? In my copy or I'm a plumber and you know, I love repipes. Repipes basically are my high margin. So you dedicate a complete division of your business, you know, or maybe you get, get a ton of Hispanic people in your area and they need to know that you're, you're bilingual and you have to have your lander in Spanish and, and the ad copy and everything, you know, and you could even target demographics. I mean, a lot of you guys probably already know this within a lot of di like Facebook and Google, you can literally target all kinds of uh, demographics within your ads, if you like, they're getting better and better with this. I mean, Facebook's super good at it, but Google's—they know, but they don't like to share that data. But you can actually tweak it and, and get pretty laser focused. What about your imagery? Okay, you can put images in your ads. Not, you know, not just Facebook, but of course Google and, and and so forth and so on. So rotate your ad, your images in and see if something actually moves the needle, right? Um, here's another one. Okay, like I said, we're going 20, guys. I think I'm almost halfway through. Referral program with your current clients. Do you incentivize your clients to refer friends or family? If you're doing a good job, I mean, in our automotive business, people always seem to just say, hey, we want, we want people uh, to bring people to you because we really appreciate what, what you've done for us. And that, that's just a testament to, to good business, you know, and, and connecting with a customer on a feeling basis, you know, but... But if you just hit the mark and don't go beyond, then then it's probably not gonna it's not gonna happen. You know, it, it, you're not gonna get referrals. So so having a referral uh, package together that you can give and make it make it stupid simple, make it to where they can hand off something, either electronically or physically, and that way these people, these clients of yours, can drive more business to you free of charge. I mean that's crazy if you think about it. And and in concert with that, how about just like an affiliate program? So maybe an affiliate program is the same similar vein as referral program, but I, you would be reaching out to people strictly that are marketers that want to make money and they're going to promote your business in exchange for you giving them a commission or compensation of some, of some sort, some form, right? And I'm telling you right now, this is something I don't do enough of. We do get a lot of referrals. I mean, to the tune of about 25, 30%, depending on the month, sometimes even 40 
<clears throat> excuse me, but but it's not, it could be better. I mean, we could be 60, 70% referrals, you know, and especially we had an affiliate program and we probably could just back off on advertising completely. You know, I've tested it before. I've actually stopped running ads for a week or two just to see how the business would react, you know, and we definitely slow down, but we can survive. We have so much business that's already out there, you know, being in business for at this location for 11 years. I mean, if we would have been here all 30 years, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be advertising. I wouldn't need you. And that's in hindsight, if you can build a business and not move, you know, if you pick, if you just pick the golden, golden apple, the golden egg, I mean, man, you can just, to not have to move would be sick. I, I would love that. But, you know, it wasn't in the cards. We had, we had things we had to do. So, eh, what do you do? Um, what about, what about testing your marketing verticals? So in other words, in any segment you can advertise in. So let's say, yeah, you know, I advertise on Google or I advertise on Yelp or, or Facebook. What about, what about direct, uh, direct marketing, direct, like direct mail? You know, you could definitely do that. You could test cable, uh, TV ads or radio, you know, broadcast mediums for most businesses don't work, but if you have an expensive offer, you know, you're doing like repipes and you don't, you don't need to close a ton of people to make a bunch of money. That's, that's something to consider. So I would strongly recommend testing your, your marketing verticals, um, your segments, because you could all of a sudden discover a little winner that, that you wouldn't have known otherwise. And you thought everything was going to just run through Google when there was something else out there. And there's a lot of different things that, that there's little secrets that I'm telling you right now, there's nuggets out there, guys. It's not, the game is not just all just Google, okay? Um, all right, so what else can you do to help those golden BBs? What else can you do to grow your business? How about education? I, I guys, I preach education. If there's if there's one thing that you're gonna do, it, it's, it's gaining knowledge. And I, I saw somebody uh, on a Facebook group the other day for their automotive business saying that they spend about two to 5% of their income on marketing and I'm just like holy crap man no wonder you, you're talking you're slow and stuff I mean if you're not between at least 10 to 20 percent you know depending you know you're normally not going to do very well you have to dedicate a large portion of your income to generating business it's you know it's one of the, the most and I'm you know you can leverage that of course like we talked about with referrals and affiliates but you've really got to kind of kind of get get the the thing going there because otherwise you're just I don't know man I just I don't I don't see how somebody's gonna make a, a good solid revenue you know if they're not gonna invest back in the business in their marketing and education is one of the qu quickest ways to do it and here's some examples so you could take mini courses there's so many courses out there for every kind of problem you're trying to solve for whether it was like what I talked about crow conversion rate optimization yes there's a course uh, Google Ads yes there's a course Yelp yep on down the list there's courses for everything some are better than others but you could take these mini courses or you could go do a seminar you know yeah I want to I want to improve on my social media so I want to go take this social media marketing uh, seminar why not why not even if you just get one little one little thing there it, it could be incredible for your business you know so education is huge how about testing new service offerings so let's say you're a plumber and you didn't do repipes. Why not test repipes? 
Or let's say you don't do any commercial work, but you're like, you know, maybe I should look into commercial, not just residential. I've got a neighbor down here that he doesn't do any residential. All he does is commercial. He does like high schools and such, and they crush it. Absolutely crush it. He gets these contracts that are just like insane. And, and, and he's doing so well. And I don't think he ever looked to retail. He loves, loves B2B. That's kind of his thing. So test new service offerings or service niches. Okay, what else? How about a hyper premium service? Okay, one per month. So example, let's say you're gonna, you have an auto business and you want to, um, you wanna have something super hyper premium. So let's maybe say you, um, you're gonna do like a, an exclusive like whammy car polish or detail. There's detailers out there that are charging, you know, a ton of money. I mean, they're they're maybe ten thousand dollars for for a detail. Now the the amount of work that they're going through, they're putting the car up on a lift. They might be vapor, vapor cleaning it, you know, or or the dry ice cleaning, and it's it's insane. It's insane how how well these cars clean up and and people will pay for it that's the bottom line so you could charge i've seen 10 to twenty thousand dollar details so so there you go right there there i mean that's just one example and every business i'm sure if you if you put your mind to it you can come up with a hyper premium offer and maybe you only sell one a month but an extra five grand a month or ten grand a month that would be something else wouldn't it so that's something to consider right there you know a hyper premium offering um, going back to education, you could attend other events. You could listen to podcasts. There, there's just so many ways. What if you had a vanity phone number? Okay, so you had a phone number that that basically had a, a special kind of um, process, or a, a, it basically said what you did in the phone number, like 1-800-DENT-DOC. Okay, his phone number has helped him grow that business. You know, and there's all kinds of of ways to um, to get to get the uh, the awareness for different for different businesses, you know. So so think about it. I mean, we I, I look. There's still all kinds of phone numbers out there. You know, it might not be a toll free number, but it might be a um, just a local number that that actually says says kind of what your business is about, right? So something to think about. Okay, a, a vanity phone number, something that's memorable, right? What about disruptive advertising? Okay, something that's going to be off off the beaten path. Something that's going to get people's um, awareness or attention. People are doing this all over social media right now. They want they want people to pay attention and and, and you know they want a different look because we're all we're, our senses are kind of dulled, aren't they? At the end of the day, we've kind of seen it all, heard it all, been part of all of it. So it's just like. Think of something that might disrupt the norm and then utilize that to your benefit. A couple more guys, like I said, tons of value packed in this one. How about a mobile app? Maybe your business doesn't desire or deserve or need to have an app, but maybe you could give an app to your clients or to new business and they could they could utilize that to, to call on you when they need you. You know, of course you maybe incentivize it but that could be a way that people hang on to your information. I get people all the time that, and, and when we do like Google ads, it'll say, this is a Google ad 
you know, a little, little voice over a little, it'll talk before you, the, the calls connected. And I've had customers that were the repeat customers, but they didn't save my phone number. So they kept searching Google and they kept clicking on my ads to call me like for one, one repair appointment, maybe five calls. I mean, what you guys know how much clicks cost sometimes it could be 10, 15, $20 a click. You know, so I just spent a hundred bucks just for this customer to confirm their appointment or something. It's like, come on. So if they had the app, you know, ultimately they should have my phone number saved on their phone. And we try to do that. We have QR codes here where people scan them. There's another one you can put on your list, by the way. And it automatically goes right to their address book and they just hit save on an iPhone. I don't have it for uh, Android because Android people are, they're part of the devil's clan. So just jokes. Um, anyway, all right, so mobile app or QR code. How about free car care workshops? And this is assuming that you have an automotive business. If you have an automotive business and you have a shop, why not? Great way to uh, connect with the community and build awareness. There's a, a transmission shop that does something called Girls in the Garage down the road here. And he's got so much awareness and media attention. He brings women in and basically just shows them how to do oil changes how to fix a tire, change a tire. And that, that's huge because a lot of, and I'm not trying to be sexist, it's just the way it goes. A lot of times these people will not, uh, not these people, but but women may, or not even women, let me take it back a little bit farther. Businesses are always looking for a way to get, to do it, something unique. So by having a unique you know, workshop like that, um, and it doesn't have to be girls in the garage, it could be, um, how to wax a car or how to how to uh, apply ceramic or basic window tinting or PPF whatever right there's all kinds of different things you can do so so just food for thought about these workshops have I done them you're probably thinking no I haven't do I want to yes am I answering all my own questions absolutely all right so what else how about mentors Okay, mentors, if you can find a mentor, there's a there's guys out there and gals that will help you. Um, and sometimes it's it's tough because you want to add something of value for them and they may not you may not have anything of, of value to offer. So it sometimes it's tough to find mentors. You know, you gotta find somebody that might be just willing for the grace of God, you know, and just peace on earth to to help you out. And those people, they don't grow on trees, right? They're not everywhere. Um, speaking of mentors, not that he's a mentor of mine, but Tony Robbins, I was listening to a podcast and, and, uh, the dude's like, like a, a crazy good speaker, right? He's so polished and well-spoken. He's, he's not really an action guy. He's not a tactical guy, as you may already know, but what Tony Robbins is, Tony Robbins is, is a motivator. He'll help you cut out the clutter and filter out the, the garbage so you can focus on what matters most. And he just did a, a free three-day workshop on YouTube. And they're, they're, it's sizable. It's like three hours per day. So um, did I listen to the whole thing yet? No, I heard some of it. It's actually pretty good. And it might be helpful to you. You should check it out. Like I said, it's free. I mean, I, I think to go to one of his seminars, I'm trying to remember how much they are, but they might be... There's something crazy. It's like 50 to 100 grand, I think. You know, it's nuts. So anywho... Um, so yeah, mentors, something something really good. Um, you could also work on your estimating process. You know, if you can make more money per customer and polish up your estimating process, that that's just more revenue. And then also, of course, tying in with that pricing strategies. Maybe you have a flex pricing strategy. Maybe you're firm. Maybe you're gonna test both. 
All right, on that note, I got a call from David from Pacific Coast uh, Dent Repair. Um, or is it just Pacific Dent Repair? I think it's Pacific. And I met him a couple months back on the road. I saw his van. He's got a huge sprinter that's lettered and graphic up. It's amazing. It's a pain in the butt to park, but the dude's got, he's got advertising. He's got a rolling billboard, which is not hurting him, I'm sure. So he, we, we talked briefly. I'm going to get him on the podcast as long as he's willing. But I, and I mentioned that when he called me the other day, but he called me because the customer had a Rivion and, and he quoted it pretty expensive, but it, it's a lot of damage for around five grand. He says, this guy might be bottom feeding. And I just wanted to let you know that, you know, maybe you, you know, if he does call you, you can also, uh, you know, get good money for it. And without having to, you know, be down around, you know, thousand or $2,000, whatever. I said, oh, I appreciate that. You know, I'll keep my eyes and ears open, but typically my pricing is pretty firm. I mean, if anything, when we get really busy, we actually raise our prices. I mean, I, I think any business that has too much business is too cheap at that point. And there's, there's caveats to that and exceptions. <coughs> Excuse me, a little dry throat. But, but what David was saying regarding pricing was, is, is he can be flexible sometimes. Sometimes people, because there was a specific customer that I knew that said, hey, I'm going to go to David. He's cheaper than you. And I said, you know, by all means, you know, tell him I said hi. Um, and David said, you know what, this, that job was a lot of work, you know, and yeah, I did it for pretty cheap. He was honest. He's a straight, the, the dude's a straight shooter, which I really like. Um, but he said, I also did it more to a wholesale level, meaning in our automotive business, especially regarding paintless stamp repair, he didn't glass it out. He didn't make it perfect. And I'm sure he, he arranged that with the client. So that's a form of being flexible with your pricing. So let's say, let's say you're a plumber. Right. And let's say you're going to go out and do a drain clean and maybe, you know, the customer, the customers on a, on a budget, you're like, all right, look, I'm going to use a high powered chemical drain clean here. I'm not going to use a rotor router. And if that works, the price is X. But if I got to run the freaking cable down it and rotor root that, that stuff out, it's going to, the price is going to be Y. So you're giving customers, it, most businesses have options. Just like if you're doing a bathroom remodel, you can go with different materials. You know, we can do premium materials for X or standard cheaper materials for why people do like options you know in in our business like i mentioned we we kind of fell flat with the one with the touch-up and it's not usually a good option it is an option as far as like a, a a play to show people that you're willing to work with them but at the same time when you it, it's like a card you don't want to play because when you do the customers just you want to play something that has a potential for an upside and they're going to be happy. And in our business, touch up is, is 99% unhappy. So why should that be something that's going to be, you know, played? It just doesn't make sense, you know? So yeah, what do you do? Um, but yeah, it was nice talking with David. Haven't heard about that Rivion, but we'll see. So anyway, there, that was the list guys. It was over 20 things. I think it was like 21 or 22 things in there easily. Um, golden BBs. All you got to do is do one of those a day, you know, or just a few a week, you know, and your business guaranteed, if you do everything right, will double in less than five months, four or five months, you know, that, that would be insane, insane, you know, and, and, and doing that, like I said, consistently over the course of a couple of years, imagine how much stronger your business is going to be, how much more polished, how much more simple and easy going. Okay. All right, so last thing I'll leave you guys with, we're at the 30 minute mark here, 
if you had an assistant who worked for, let's say, I don't know, $7 an hour, what would you have them do? Okay, first of all, this assistant is gonna need to be a virtual assistant, a VA. Okay, but if you had a VA and the VA worked for you for $7 an hour, what problems could you have them solve for you? Okay, that's a good question, huh? I mean, we've all got problems in our business, but what would you have them do? Okay, I would, I don't know, man, I'll tell you right now, I'd probably, I could have them find clients for me. I could have them do competitive research. There's so many different things that I could have these guys do, you know? And it, it would be, it would definitely be advantageous. And why am I not using VAs right now? It's not It's not like on my solvable problems top 10 list. But I'll tell you right now, you know, it's, it's worth the discussion, guys. It's worth a combo because those, those people, you know, there's really good, you know, English speaking people out there who will work for crumbs that you can get, get results from and help solve for your problems. I mean, are they going to be here in the United States? You know, eh, probably not, you know, probably going to be in the Philippines or, you know, who knows, Mexico or whatever else. But you have the opportunity to help grow your business and get things going at a, at a faster, better pace for, for pennies. I mean, people say, I can't afford to hire anybody right now. Well, if you don't need them in person, you could use somebody virtually to solve some of your problems. You probably could. And you can go out and reach out to them. Uh, there's Craigslist, believe it or not, that are, that are international, that are worldwide. Or there's all kinds of websites that, that act as job boards for VAs. You know, but they take a fee, of course. Um, you know, that that would be a way to get it done. I mean, there's just all kinds of different options to, to secure VAs. There's companies that that's all they do. They're VA brokers. You know, they take a piece of the action. But I don't know, man. I think I think it's, you know, we could even get into this deeper as its own episode. You know, how would you use a VA to, to grow your business and what problems could you have them uh, use to, to, to solve for it, right? So anyway, all right, that's it, guys. 33 minutes into this this bad boy. 20 ways to grow your business, little golden BBs. How to double your business basically in five, six months. Not bad. Just little little tiny things, guys. And one of those could end up being a grand slam, right? Of course. But at minimum, you know, one to 5% growth probably from each and every one of those things when they connect, if they stick. So so there it is, man. That's it, guys. This one's in, in the freaking, in the books. January 28th. Are you guys race fans? Right now, the 24 hours of Daytona. I'm a huge uh, GT race fan. And uh, I think Porsche was leading. Porsche and Cadillac, top two. Um, I got a root for Cadillac just because I'm an American. and you know. But I am a huge fan of Porsche. Um, so we, we restore Porsches here on the weekend. So, so yeah, I'm hoping, uh, I don't know, either one of those guys wins. It's a good good gig, but but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sick a pretty sick race, and they haven't had any weather and stuff. It's been pretty clean, but a 24-hour race. You imagine freaking all the different drivers and all the hard work and everything. It's insane. It's just such a spectacle to watch. So anyway, yeah, if you're into racing, check it out. Uh, 12 hours of Sebring. There's another endurance race will be coming up, and then we've got uh, well, we won't have Le Mans 24-hour Le Mans till June. So anyway, that's it, guys. 
Have yourself a great week. Any questions or feedback, 949-302-3464. Hoping to have some more interviews coming up here. Like I said, we're going to reach out to David. Hopefully, we can get him on. Um, I hope you uh, liked what we had to say to Vitor. Or not say to, but talk with Vitor. Amazing young man. The dedication and the drive that he took to, to get where he's gotten in just a few years. I mean, a family man. You know, I love it. I love it. We are, we have a, a student coming in. His name's Hernan. He's coming in next week, as a matter of fact, uh, for dent repair training. He'll be coming in all the way from South America. Um, I think he speaks a little English, but we'll be using a lot of our Spanish-speaking uh, skills. But it should be really good. I'm excited for it. So anyway, you guys have yourself a great week. We appreciate you. Love you, man. And we'll catch you on the next SAI Service Marketing Podcast. Have a good one. Bye-bye for now.
Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too.